Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. Whew, wow, this is, this is getting crazy in hip-hop right now. It's just Nipsey, we want to read the world lost Nipsey. Last year, XXXTacion, Mac Miller was gone. This year, we lost Nipsey Hussle. And crazy enough, we might have almost lost another fixture in hip-hop right now in T Grizzly from Detroit, the rising rapper. He was with his manager, who's not just only his manager. This is also his auntie. His auntie is his manager. She's seen him for the struggles, for the grind. She's seen him rise up to become one talented artist. And apparently they were, I guess, they were driving. She was driving with T. Grizzly in his car, though. But she was driving. And T. Grizzly got out the car. I guess, I don't I think from what reports say, he was going to get something. A gunman pulled up and shot the car up. The auntie, or a.k.a. his manager, got shot and took him to the hospital. She died from her injuries. This is totally sad on so many levels. And it's also even a more shocking fact that T. Grizzly could have been in that car. He could have easily been killed. So this is this is an ongoing investigation. You know, hopefully they find the creep who was crazy enough to even just shoot. But you also, you got why you need, this is why you need security at all times. For a rapper, if you're well known, if you already know that you got beef with people, you got to handle, you got to, you know, you got to move, you got to move accordingly. You can't just be out there thinking that just because you're, you're home doesn't mean this won't happen. This happened to Nipsey in his home, XXX in his home. T could have been the next artist to be bodied in his own home right now. You got, y'all, y'all gotta, you just gotta be careful out there. This is not a safe environment these days for a rapper, especially when you're home, because the pettiness is just gonna be up by a hundred times. And people who really didn't want to see you shine right now, but they they just seen you shine and they ain't get to shine. Might feel some type of way or people you're not dealing with no more, or somebody that owes you money. They're all gonna come out to get you. You now made new enemies with your fame. I don't never want. I don't ever want to hope that another rapper is killed the way that we lost so many already. But it's just a reminder that you know, even in your own backyard, there's always snakes in the grass. Um, I won't talk about this anymore because it's still an ongoing investigation. Hopefully, T. Grizzly gets the justice he deserves. It's a, it's unfortunate. This was not just a manager. This was flesh and blood. This was his own aunt that just got killed instantly. It makes you wonder, was he even the original target or was that target meant for Grizzly? Somebody knew him because they knew, they knew his car and they was not afraid to bust the cap on whoever. So, hopefully, there's justice because she did not deserve that at all. And we got to stop this whole black-on-black violence because I'm pretty sure this was a black person that did this shit because the majority of any black person getting shot is always another black person bringing each other down. We need to stop doing that as a as a community. We need to stop putting each other down no matter what it is. It's an unfortunate rest in power to T. Grizzly's auntie. Hopefully justice is served and hopefully somebody pays for this type of action. Once again, rest in power to her. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Damn. Damn. Hey, what's good? It's your boy OG Bernie, the Let Burn Rant Podcast. I hope everybody's enjoying yourself. Now, on my last episode, I didn't, I didn't keep it long. That was under 30 minutes. That was just one segment. It was just me just, you know, ranting my ass off over the NYPD. And it's not even just, and not you know, take that back. It's not even NYPD. I should have made it known as just cops in America with the legal tactics they have done. But that was just, that was the last episode. So I'm, I'm not going to come into this with that type of mindset right now. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to embrace 
the new stuff that's been going on today. And let's talk about it. Katy Perry, another person already, that's two right now, and maybe more to come. Um, sexual assault, sexual assault, sexual assault. Or sexual misconduct or sexual harassment, however you want to call it sexually. Katy Perry has done it. Katy Perry have no fuck. She told you she kissed a girl and she likes it. This female did not like it. Katy Perry was definitely drunk. She was trying to holler at her. She was trying to give her the business. Maybe something a little more. You already know how she is. She, I'm pretty sure she likes everything and all of the above. She's pansexual if, if, if that's the case at this point. But homegirl said no. She wasn't with it. She felt uncomfortable. She didn't get down like that. So Katy Perry, you know what? She got out of there as quickly as possible before somebody snitched out. Went to another person to have, you know, autograph and get her boobies rubbed up. Homegirl, I salute you. There's a lot of people that for the clout, they'll just do it for the clout and just have fun with the artist. And some people was not down with that shit at all. Salute to you. The first victim before that was a guy who she pulled his pants down. He was embarrassed. He felt violated. I can only assume homie wasn't getting anything out of this or he had a small wee wee. That's the only reason why he would probably be complaining at this point. But nonetheless, if we're doing this by the law, he was violated. He had all reasons to press charges on her. So is the other girl. Katy Perry, you need a shelf. Well, actually, I, I can't even tell you. Well, I don't even know why I'm even telling you. You, you got a lot more money than me. You, should, you, you know what you want to do. You know what you want. If this is how you want to go down, then by all means. But I'm pretty sure she is now... I can only say two things about this. Either she's having the best time of her life. She don't give a damn what anybody thinks. Or she's spiraling out of control. Now, if she's spiraling out of control, I do hope you get some help. I don't know what type of help you need. Between substance abuse or mental health, whatever is going to make you feel better. Hopefully, you're able to clear whatever is in your demons. Now, if you're just trying to live the best time of your life, then you know what? Shit, who am I to tell you not to? Go ahead. Go go party. Go party hard. Just don't get caught up in some bull. And already over two right now on some bull. So I can, one can only imagine, hopefully, that, you you know, the nonsense stops and you're able to continue, you know, having the best time of your life. But at the same time, being safe while you're having the best time of your life, the safe time of your life. Hopefully, no more of this, you know, people coming out the woodworks. Because now you open one person, then two people, then ten people, and 20 people is going to all come out the woodworks saying that, hmm, you know, if we do start suing her, we can get some money out of her little insurance, you know. And that's how it start rolling down to people that never even was a part of, you know, your circle or part of the madness when you was partying, which is come out and just make a lies. Just say, oh, she was here. I got the concert. Here's a ticket. And it's not even about if it's right or wrong right now. It's all about what the internet perceives. People on the internet will always perceive the littlest of things, even if it's not true. If I were to tell you right now, um, who can I who can I make a perfect example of without trying to really defame them? I'll say R. Kelly. If R. Kelly was a murderer, y'all probably would believe it off the strength of what R. Kelly is right now. You would you would say R. Kelly's a murderer, and you would just say hey, you hit home run right there because you believe it. Everything is believable. If I were to tell you that Bow Wow is a child molester, even if Bow Wow was not a child molester, y'all come out of the woodworks and say. Oh, he did do it. He knew it. We knew it. And so many fake pages out there online that will just make so many lies and lies and lies just to get clickbaits. And that's all it is right now, just clickbaits. So hopefully this is not a clickbait situation on Katy Perry. And hopefully this is not even true. If it is, hopefully Katy Perry stops before it gets out of hands and somebody come out of the woodworks and just convert whatever fun that you have with Katy Perry into something more serious. Again, I don't. I do. I believe it. I. I. I don't. I don't really believe it in this instant. But you always got. There's always a pinch of salt to it. I don't. I don't want to believe she did it. Katy Perry, like I said, when she. Nobody know. Nobody knows that Katy Perry. You know. I don't even. I don't even know what she does when she's drunk. But they said she kissed girls and she likes it. So that's one thing I could believe. I can definitely believe the second victim. The first victim, I don't know. Small wee wee. I don't know. I don't know what made him even open his mouth. But you know what? He felt disrespected. 
You know, he felt like, yo, Katy Perry, can, she got a lot of money. She got power. She, she got, she makes hits. Nobody's going to believe this clown. I, and that's where I ha- I feel for him because he might not have the words that's open up against what she is doing. And if that's the case, uh, go, go sue her. If not, now shut the hell up. What more can you say about that? If I may say this about bills and bills and more bills, anybody who's a grown person, I'm pretty sure unless you live with your mama and you gotta worry about this, bills is bills and bills. It takes up a lot of the hard-earned money you make after you come out of work that Friday, getting the paycheck or direct deposit, and you know what happens? <laughs> it hits you. You gotta pay these bills. No matter how you pay them, you gotta pay your phone bill, your gas bill, your light bill, the whole apartment, the house, Whatever you gotta do, it's just bills. You just gotta find some way to manage it, and you know, either that or get a couple, couple jobs just to survive the life you want to survive. Case in point with Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, he is um, most notably famous for the Minnesota Vikings, one of the greatest running backs of all time. If, if I may say so myself, he's I could say he's a top ten running back ever. He's pretty much he is in debt right now. After pretty much making nearly a hundred million dollars in his career, all of that just been wiped out with recurring bills, just stuff that he wasn't managing, and he trusted the wrong people. And I guess the moral of the story is just watch who you trust. Honestly, you can't. There's not much more to that. I feel for the guy because being in debt. It takes, you know, and paying back all that money that you owe is a lot. Like in my, in the case of what I was going through with child support, I had to pay back almost sixty thousand dollars, and that was just because I refused to pay them. I I was young and stupid. It was all those other factors that came into it, but most notably, I was just young and stupid. I didn't know why I had to pay this. And once, you know, the judge hit me with, you know, the weekly shit, it was a foregone conclusion. Like, yo, I'm in trouble. And I kept playing it up, playing it off, and I wasn't working. I thought, okay, if I don't work, they can't do this. They can't overcharge me. <laughs> I was I was, I was a lie. They overcharged me up to a point where I just had to find some way to pay it back. You know, and the more and more better jobs I had, the more and more I was able to pay it off at that point because I was able to, you know, get a better job that would help me pay this off. And Adrian Peterson case right now, he's got a great job. I think he needs to change it around and see what can work for him. If he does that, I don't believe why it won't work in his favor, but, you know, he is a lot of money he gave up. So who knows if he can ever get that back, especially now what is he in his 15th NFL season. You know, He's he splurged so much money to a point where I don't know if he could ever recuperate that money he ever made back, you know, when he was running wild on everybody on defenses and everything like that. I don't think he can recoup that money back. Hopefully, you know, if he managed it now, he cuts the people out of his life, the, the wrong people, I mean, you know, he, I don't know, like I said, when it comes to a, a, a superstar, and he was at one point a superstar, you know, you're not, you're not just making money for yourself. You also got to pay the people around you, your managers, your agent, your lawyers, your attorney. You know, you got you got trust funds for your kids, the will. There's a lot in bills included. Whatever you start splurging on it or you throw into the strip club, you're wasting so much right now. It's unnecessary to be giving up that much money. Just keep it, you know, cut your, cut the limits of your circle to a small, just world small, because it'll be the only way for you to just really make that money that you worked your ass off for and if anything else just you know as i mentioned already twice just some people like i said you you have to have the right circle around you because if you don't automatically that circle's gonna get big and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and when shit gets real they're not gonna be there for you you're gonna be the only little dot of a circle that's just wondering why this went the way it did and trying to hopefully and hoping that people will have your back they're not gonna help you only 1% of 
of the people you're messing with when it comes to money situation is not gonna is gonna it will be there for you now uh, in the opposite so 99% at least is not messing with you once you go broke you only they only want you for the clout and the fame when the money goes they're leaving with you real friend stays forever and hopefully Adrian Pearson learns that I, I believe you know he's a he's a strong man he's gonna fix this and hopefully it all pans out for the guy you know hopefully he have a solid you know season with the Redskins he was good last year ran over a thousand yards especially at his age at 34 35 he can still he still got a lot more produce if he's able to so hopefully everything works out for the guy I'm I'm rooting for him To all my white people, much love to y'all. This would be a segment I need to talk to y'all about, especially maybe your older, the older white heads. Why want white people? Honestly, I ain't gonna be fucked up like that. Much because I got mad love for white people. Um, I appreciate if you're like maybe past 40 years old. You know, I appreciate y'all know a guy named Larry King. A very successful, I guess, a news broadcast, news broadcaster. We've been doing this for a dozen of years, dozens of years right now. Um, he's recently filed for divorce for the seventh time or eighth time. I don't know how many times, but he filed divorce. He's been married. He's had seven females married eight times. Divorced now, about the eight times. Um, He's 85 years old, if I didn't mention that in the beginning. He's 85 years old. I mean, I don't know where the logic of being married so many times. Like, I've, like I'm married. I've been, I've been, I'm married. You know, currently in the process of divorce. But nonetheless, you know... I would, I, you know, if you know the rules and everything when it comes to marriage, the death to us part, you know, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes the best thing to do is let go. If it's worth fighting for to fix it, if it's worth fighting for to fix it. If it's not, just leave it alone. Now, the lady who, whose name is Sean King, she was surprised as hell. I don't know where she didn't even, you know, suspect that he was filing divorce papers, especially Larry King is on his, you know, I guess deathbed on his last dying days. I don't know. But um the list of people he's he married he's been married to is very extensive, starting with Frieda Miller. That's the first person she married he married. And that was about not even close not to not even a full year they got married. So we scratched that. Eight years later, that would be 1961, he married Annette Kay. That didn't last long. That, ended, that pretty much ended in a couple months, if not weeks. So that's a dub. Scratch that out. He quickly married Elaine Atkins. That lasted maybe a year and a half, if not two years. The dub. So then, so we'll keep going. We're going to go to Mickey Stupins. Stu- when I hit Mickey Stupins, I sound like, I mean, Stuffin. I sound like Stuffin Boulevard, JFK, around that Jamaica area. He, he marries her for four, about three and a half, four years. So they're married for that long. And that's off the hill of just leaving Atkins. So he jumps to another chick. So after they divorce, he goes right back to Elaine Atkins again. So he's he's already on the move. He goes back with Elaine Atkins. So for the second time. So just like I said, second time it's about a mm, couple years, and they divorce again. And then he gave a four years break. He jumps into it with Sharon Lepore for about a good um, what six seven years. They was married. He takes, they divorced in 83. He, 66, about five and a half, six years later, he meets Juliet Alexander. 
been married for about two and a half, three years. And that's a dub right there. Then he waits four or five years and then marries Sean King. And they've been married for the last, what, 22 years up to now. So, uh, congratulations to this guy. Congratulations to this man. Like, this man has... Sheesh. This man has lived a long, a long life. This guy, man. This guy, he's, he's, he's lived a, a crazy life. Um, a net worth to almost already. I'm pretty sure right now he's already net. His net worth gotta be as almost as two hundred million dollars at this point. As of two thousand, going on two thousand twenty. So I'm pretty sure he's made a lot of money. Born nineteen thirty three, so he's eighty five years old. Um, this guy, you know, one of the greatest broadcasters. Especially for a cable, you know, ever. And it's just crazy how he, you know, he's been able to live this life and everything like that. And you know what? Fuck it, congratulations. That's about it. Uh, congratulations to the kid. Well, not even a kid. He's an old man now, but... Salute to the man. You know, if anybody didn't know him from the Larry King Live show, you know, especially from the CNN. Did it from 85 to 2010. And... Shit, what do you want me to say? What, what, what do you want me to say? He went from, you know, Larry King Live to Larry, no, politicking with, politicking with Larry King, Larry King Now. He's done a lot of, he's done a lot of shows. Um, salute, he's got four sons. Wait, wait, listen. I, I can't knock a guy for being married for so many times and divorcing so many times. I mean, like, it's just like, you guys, you just got, you know, tip your hat out to this guy right now. He, he lived his life and, you know, I'm pretty sure when his time is meant to go, he's going to be remembered as one of the greatest anchors in history, if not the greatest. Um... I never really was big on him because I really never watched his, you know, his segments. You know, once in a blue moon, you know, one of, my, one of the old heads is watching it, his face is on it. So that's when I just take a look to see what this is about. And I'm just like, okay. I think the last segment I seen from him was back in maybe 07 when it came to the Chris Benoit death. It was HBK, Shawn Michaels, John Cena. And Chris Jericho, I think, I believe, talking on a podium with Larry King about the suicide death of Benoit and what triggered it and everything like that. I think that was the only time I really, you know, listened to him in depth. But, you know, he lived his life. I'm not going to knock this man for the marriages he did or like that. It's just crazy that he, he, he was married for, you know, all this time. And he, you know, all all he knows is marriage, 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 marriage. He's been married ever since he probably was in his late twenties. Shit, I got married when I was about twenty four, and it's crazy. I don't want to go down that path like he did. I definitely don't want to go down that path. But you know what? Like I said, his choice. You know, I don't, hopefully it's not the point. Hopefully, in his case, it's not the you know, him saying he wasn't happy and shit. Because, bruh, for the eight, you wasn't happy all eight times. I mean, the sex had it. The sex, either the sex wasn't good enough or you fell in love with somebody else. Because I'm looking at the list of the females that you know and 
you jump shift real quick. You didn't even wait months. You you it took weeks, and then you said, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna marry you." And shit, you're 85 years old. Hopefully, you don't got that much time left. Hopefully, you can fix it with Sean King. Y'all been together for a long time. I don't see no reason why this divorce needs to happen. But you know, tip. Listen, hopefully, both of them can do something when it comes to the family and yeah alright ladies and gentlemen I'm here to burst the bubble right now because it's, 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 it seems like everybody's been sharing this bullshit ass Instagram story and all this goddamn photo that's been printed up talking about Instagram rules and Facebook rules so I'm gonna read to you what what was printed by everybody sharing this because it seems to me everybody's talking about oh you can't you know you need to have permission to reshare this photo but technically y'all resharing this photo also I'm pretty sure you need permission to reshare this shit also so I don't believe why the hell I'm gonna believe a picture of not trying to reshare something when y'all all resharing shit it makes no goddamn sense I'll tell you what, uh, this why this is what I'm, I'm gonna read to you this right now and this way it says because everybody's been posting it for the last two days. Don't forget, tomorrow starts the new Instagram rules where they can use your photos. Don't forget deadlines today. It can be used in court cases and litigations against you. Everything you have ever posted becomes public from today. Even messages that has been deleted or the photos not allowed. What's it? It costs nothing for a simple copy and paste. Better safe than sorry. Channel 13 News talked about the change in Instagram privacy policies. I do not give Instagram or any entities associated with Instagram permission to use my pictures, information, messages, or posts, both past and future. With this statement, I give notice to Instagram it is strictly forbidden to disclose, copy, distribute, and take any other actions against me based on this profile or and its contents. The content of this profile is private and confidential information. The violation of privacy can be punished by law, comma, UCC 1308-11308-103 and the Rome st statute. Note, Instagram is now a public entity. All members must post a note like this. If you prefer, you can copy and paste this version. If you do not publish a statement at least once, it will be technically allowing the use of your photos as well as the information contained in the profile status updates. Instagram does not have my permission to share photos or messages. Now, I'm just going to stop you right there. This sounds like clickbait. I'll have to look at News Channel 13 or whoever made this shit up. But I feel like, really? Instagram and Facebook is going to still change the rules over and over again. They change it about every year. They're both the same They're both the same company. Let's just be clear on that one. For people who don't know the Instagram and Facebook, they both run together. Mark Zuckerberg bought out Instagram maybe almost 10 years ago for almost a billion dollars. Same way at the billion Twitter got Snapchat. All in all, no, I don't believe this shit one bit. Because now it's not much like we had to do this shit when it came to Facebook. And what happened? Facebook changed its privacy again. They changed their, they changed privacy even without you knowing. So I, even if this is the case, what makes you think Instagram just can't flip it again? And people are still using pictures, videos, past and present and the future. So I don't see the whole point of reposting this. Now, I'm going to still post it because I ain't, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, you never want to take that type of chance. But at the same time, I'm just posting this so y'all can just click the link on my bio and listen to this podcast after <laughs> I'm finished with this so you can hear the nonsense that's coming out of my mouth from a couple minutes ago. That's the only reason why I'm going to post this up. Nonetheless, I don't believe even if you do all that, you put this up there, people's going to still take this. If you, if not the, if I'm not, if if I may speak about this, you're taking this picture right now. Um, 
you know, this is pictures pretty much without the permission after this whole Facebook rule change happens. Because technically, tomorrow was yesterday. So this would be the you know, first day of people not taking pictures. You took this picture still. I see, I don't believe this, what this, I don't believe this picture. I don't care. Sorry, I don't believe, I don't believe it at one bit. I mean, because people could still, it's going to still take your picture. Law enforcement is going to still, you know, they're going to still do their little dirt, rather that you know or not know. You better off deactivate. Listen, my thing is, if you if you feel like you're not safe with a, with a profile, deactivate it. Or don't say nothing stupid at all on, on, on social media. It's very simple. People always forget that, you know, cops, the government, they're always on. They're, they got their own hackers for all this shit. So when you think that you're safe, you're not safe. This picture don't mean nothing because... Like I said, people are, people are grimy as hell. They'll do anything and be petty enough to just go through the cyberware, the malware, the spyware, any type of wear to just look at your shit. So what's the whole point? It makes no goddamn sense. This this whole picture right there don't make no damn sense at all. I, I'm not saying yet. This is not no point to it. I mean, if you want to try to prove a point and put that up there and hope that, you know, the... Government, FCC, whatever, won't take your picture. Then good luck. But it's gonna still be it's gonna still be the case. They're gonna still repost. As long as you got Instagram app sites that automatically just repost your shit, your thing is gonna repost with or without permission. It don't matter. You know, all you can do at this point, you can either sue, or you can just wise up, look, you know, and do different methods of trying to conduct whatever you want to conduct. Like, if you're doing some illegal shit, first of all, you shouldn't be on no type of smart phone devices to be doing no illegal shit. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give you no suggestions because I'm not here to give out suggestions. I'm just telling you you're making a stupid idea by doing that. If you, you know, taking half-naked pics, you're automatically you're going to get reposted. You gotta have, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ask. You're shaking it. It's working. Automatically, we were posting it. You, what do you expect? You just gotta be, yeah, y'all gotta be smart about this before, come, you know, trying to write this type of crap up here, hoping that nobody's gonna repost. They're gonna repost. It's, it's just, it's just simple. I don't know why y'all even debating this, or even thinking that this picture is gonna save y'all. This picture ain't gonna save you. In, in honesty, I believe this picture was made for suckers, so that way they could weed out all the people who even got this, so that way they'll be the first ones whose Instagram will get hacked or first one, uh, you know, their whole privacy will be exposed. That's what I think. And I'm just, just thinking that. I'm just talking out my ass, but who knows? Maybe I am right. Maybe... People was you know you're you're following strings right now. This is a strength you're doing. Yeah, sheep. They're gonna still go through your Instagram, Facebook, anything on social media, no matter what you do, with or without this picture. You can claim anything you are. You can claim this is first. This is America. Yeah, I need to stop using that. I got rights. I got rights. No. No. In the in the event of national security, if they want to, they're going to. They do not care about no First Amendment. They will break that shit in a heartbeat just to make sure that America is safe, that their money is invested well, and make sure they're not attacked. If they have to, if they feel like you're doing terrorist crap, they're going to do what they have to do in the, in the nation of America. So as far as this whole type of writing that's been made, it looks well needed. It looks well done. It looks like somebody had the thought and the BCC. They try to point out to the you know the caution tape against what Instagram and Facebook is doing, but nonetheless, Facebook and Instagram is gonna still do it because all it needs to do is have one the FBI, CIA, whoever file a motion against Instagram and they're gonna just gonna go for your shit. It's plain and simple. Instagram and Facebook and so many other social media sites got so much data that you can't even imagine. And like I said, 
I'm just I'm just telling you what it is. I don't think this picture is gonna do anything to change the fact that people's gonna still repost. I'm, everybody's got at least an Instagram repost app. They repost funny shit. Repost girls shaking the ass. It's, I'm sorry. I think you have to for you and then you got screenshots. Come on, you serious? That's why I don't feel like this is even that. That's why I don't even feel like this is real. You still got the screenshot option. People's gonna still do what they wanna do. So, automatically, sue me. I don't know what to tell you. This is not. This ain't gonna work. There you have it. There you have it. We finally got an answer. Young Doug ain't gay. Whoop de doo. Listen, no offense, Young Doug. You might say you're not gay. You might have claimed that you all you've been doing is being females, but just like I'm sorry, bro. No, not no disrespect to you. You know, you're you're one of the most creative rappers out there. And for people that to, to say that he's not creative, you're a liar. Yeah, goddamn liar. He is creative. He got his own style. He got his own swag to it. You can't just you can't just be petty and just pick and choose who's creative, who's not creative, who's talented, who's not talented. Young Thug is talented. There's no debate about this man, whether you like him or not. You might not put him in your top of the hip hop or rappers list, but he is talented as hell, and you just gotta give him that type of respect. But Young Thug, I'm sorry, man. You've been doing some gay shit for the longest, way too long. You might have toned down a little bit because right now you're in a beef with Lucy right now. You're about to really smoke this dude, hands down. But Young Thug, Young Thug, like I said, Young Thug gets into the beef. Young Thug gets violent when he gets into some beef. He don't play around with that shit. He gets, he gets, he gets reckless. So, and I'm not saying that's a Doug, that's a Young Thug I want to see, but at the same time, I don't even know where I want, well, I don't even know where I want to see some Young Thug. Like, it'll be weird to just, he can't rap, I know that, no. He's definitely a Hall of Fame mumble rapper. And, you know, his singing is subpar, but he's, you know, he, he, I guess when he mumbles the singing and it just works out, I guess he takes advantage. That's, that's all I can say. He was on Big Boy Radio explaining his sexuality. When people say it's gay, he's saying that he's, he's dealt with a lot of females. As, you know, he won't even he won't he won't even do a threesome with a dude. And um, and last but not least, he's he's been you know romantically involved with Shakira Khalil for years. I believe he's even engaged her. I'm not sure why they haven't got married yet, but he's engaged her. So he was like, I, he was pretty much saying he's not gay. He don't know why everybody keeps saying that. He's he's about all about his he's he's been banging girls and that's and that's about it. But you know, no offense, young thug. You know, the dress, the wardrobe, the you know, the flexibility, the flexible shit you was doing. You gotta understand. I know you probably was doing it for the clout and you was the first person to do it for the clout. But he was also the first person to really push that boundary on the sexuality with men to a point where Everybody's, you know, rocking rompers and tidy whities as hell as ever before. So, you know, we gotta we definitely have to say that you started, you really started that whole nonsense with, you know, guys doing rompers and shit. I ain't, I ain't with that. I'm from New York. We're, we're keeping to our Timberland boots, Yankee hats, champion hoodies, and sweaters, whatever. We're not going all that far. But, um, this. He was also on a cover XXL, and you know, doesn't look like he's on some flexible shit now. It seems like he's grown up a little bit, and you know, I think he dropped his album last week. So hopefully, you know, I guess I will say much. I will say much respect to him. You know, that's all I can say. Much respect to him. But after that, bruh, you was just doing some gay shit. So. Automatically, I'm gonna assume you're gay. I'm sorry. As simple as that. Everybody will assume that you're gay. You probably could drop a hot verse or hot track. You can get, you know, you could turn the fire on and all that good shit. But you know, you was doing questionable shit that had everybody scratching their head, and rightfully so. 
even talking about babe and to to Richmond Equan and shit. Like, bro, what's where'd that come from? Nah, man, I don't I don't know. You was just like, said, if it was doing for the clout, you did one good job right now, and I think he's I think you I think right now he toned it down, cause it was cause his album wasn't selling. He might he made he made hot singles, yes, you know. And flame mixtapes, but when it came to official projects, Young Tug kept the lane, the lane, putting it as you know, EPs and mixtapes for sale online. There was like no, no, no type of like body work that can say, okay, this is where we can rank you right now. This is where your legacy stands. And I guess right now, now Young Doug is realizing that right now he had to change it up a little bit. So. I can see lately he's been on his grown man shit right now, so I think as long as he can just keep it like that, drop, you know, body at work, even if you like it or not, you know, all he needs is a couple songs that would be just be fire, and it takes off with his album. You know, get that type of recognition your album deserves, and then we can probably place you somewhere when it's all said and done if you can continue on this trajectory and right now we don't know where your trajectory is at right now you drop countless tapes don't get me wrong you're 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 dope when it comes to overall you know what you're able to bring to the table you know when you're able to sonically fuse the music together and you know time will tell on young Doug right now but young Doug as I said he claims that well, he he made it known that he's not gay. You're not gay. I guess. I guess we'll go, we'll just take it. We'll take it. We got, I have to take his word for it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm not into his life, so I don't know what he be doing. I don't know who he be clickbaiting on or catfishing with the whole wardrobe and shit. Or maybe that's that's how he's. Maybe he's comfortable wearing female shit. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just leave it alone. No funny shit. I can't wait for the XFL. I was skeptical after what happened the last time when they had the XFL, wait, like almost two decades ago when they brought that crap. And that was a bust. But this time around, this looks promising. Miss McMahon definitely learned from the last time he tried to start up a football company. And he's really, you know, he's really got some good people around him this time to really make this work. And. You know, I'm like I said, I'm still gonna be skeptical at the end of the day, but for the most part right now, you know, Vince McMahon, he's got some good people around his side, around his side right now that can really make this, you know, work. So I don't know, only time would tell whether or not, you know, this is success or not. But um, I was looking at the, you know, the teams that he had on it, and you know, there's some good teams on this. I ain't gonna lie, he had some good teams overall. And um, I think the eight teams that was on it, you got Dallas, Renegades, Houston Rednecks, Los Angeles Wildcards, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers, Washington DC Defenders. Now I ain't gonna lie, I think the best logo out of all of them Dallas, I, you know, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas logo remind me of the logo I seen in, in the NFL 2K, whatever, with that face, especially with the color, and I always see Dallas with blue anyway, so it was like, yeah, yeah okay, Houston, their logo look like the Oilers, LA look like the Galaxy soccer logo, New York Guardians look is, is different, but shit look like a goddamn gargoyle. St. Louis, Battlehawk. Well, St. Louis needed a football team. The Rams left, so I guess this would be a, a good replacement. Seattle, Dragons, eh, I don't think so. Tampa Bay Vipers, it just, it just feels like Randy Owen will be there every time he hears that word. D.C. Defenders from Washington, D.C. Their, their local looks solid. I like their, their local might be the toughest out of all of them, honestly. The shield with the little lightning bolts and the stars. It looks, it looks, it looks sort of decent. XFL got eight teams. Um, scheduled inaugural football season is supposed to start February 8th, 2020. 
I guess a week after the Super Bowl, so there's no conflict, and I, which is good because, like I said, you get eight teams facing each other. I don't know how many times they're going to face each other. I'm not sure the conference bracket, but if I'm taking my guess, I'm guessing Dallas, Houston, Los Angeles, and Saint and Seattle will be in the West. New York, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and what is this? What is this? This would be Washington, D.C. will be on the East. Or I don't know how they're going to mix and match all that up. Or they're just going to put it in just one bracket and everybody face each other. Best out of four teams get to playoffs. And then, you know, some the finals. Which which is not bad. Like I said, you've got eight teams to start it off with. And if, there's, if they are successful, they can probably build it and build it more. And hopefully this could be better. This will be bigger than the AFL, if anything. But um, I guess, like I said, salute to Vince McMahon. You know he would. You know he's. You know he can get out of WWE for a little bit and invest on in some real action right now in football. Um, and plus, I think it was needed for him. I don't think WWE was getting healthy for him. He's making too much creative control. It's kind of messing up the formula right now for WWE. Even though he he was the founder of starting this, it's just right now he's he's become the, their their worst enemy. Him doing this XFL thing is kind of great. Hopefully, there'll be players that we haven't seen in a long time or not in the NFL getting a chance to shine, and they can prosper. There we got Landry Jones, who was a backup in Pittsburgh. He's right now signed on to be in the XFL. Now we don't know we don't know how the draft process is gonna take place or who's gonna fill up what and whatever. But this is this is this is a scenario. I I can't wait. I can't wait, and most importantly, I can't wait. So, I do hope that this is something good comes out of this, and we just gotta see what you know what transpires at this point. If it's good, then you know we'll we'll, we'll give it up for it. If it becomes like it did in the first season of XFL, where they just had that one meaningless season and just cancel operation throughout the board because of financial problems then automatically it's going to be a dub. You know, hopefully the rate, the ratings, I'm pretty sure the ratings back then won't be the same as now. I hopefully, you know, I think as people right now has been boycotting the NFL right now, maybe this would be an alternative for people to watch football again and just see, you know, just football being football, you know, extreme. All right, last topic of this day. Before I get the hell out of here, I have had a, this was a long episode. Hope everybody's still there with me after this, about one hour, maybe more of me just going off. I had a lot to say today. I didn't get a chance to say much when it came to Eric Garner. I just want to keep it just strictly on Eric Garner. So now I had a lot more to say today and I get off with this. What is the whole ordeal with NBA 2K and everything like that? Like last year was a ridiculous how, you know, they had a deluxe version and they had the legend mode. I didn't, it didn't make no sense. A hundred dollars. Like y'all doing too much anyway to squeeze more money out of people. And y'all doing it again this year with the Dwayne Wade Legend Edition. Listen, all 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 respect to the NBA 2K franchise is definitely selling like pancakes much respect i'm not gonna knock anybody playing nba 2k because hell i would do it too what i won't do is waste so much money on this in fact i might just buy 2k19 if once 2k20 comes out because knowing knowing that the prices is going to drop down dramatically to about maybe i say 20 dollars maybe it's 30 dollars at this point like the value is gonna drop so much. It's like, all right, it's like it's a trend every year when something this hot comes out, and then when a new thing comes in, the value just go down dramatically. It's like with rappers, you know, you might be the new kid on the block, but once somebody else that can do the same thing as you a little bit better comes in, your value drops completely. And it's like a revolving door at this point. This is what this what it is with any 2K franchise or any like yearly sports team yearly sports you know games there you go 
it's like the value drops dramatically when the like a new game comes out with the same brand it's like there's no consistency i always wonder why not they just make one game console one you know game and then just every year update the roster like just why not just do it that way for the next couple years until you bring a new one in i mean that would make sense but i guess you know that's not gonna happen as long you know everybody's buying it why do that i think if nobody was buying it maybe they'll change it a different you know tactic but you know people are buying it so i guess it's worth the investment i don't you know to me it ain't worth no type of investment because that's money that can be used for the kids especially with school starting right now you can use that for the kids starting school i mean if you're rich like that you know you don't really have to really worry about all that shit. you can just buy it five times over and still have money for the rest of your life to just cop an NBA Live game. But I never seen the whole point of it. And I probably never will see the whole point of it. But, um, yeah, I, that's about it. I, I ain't even gonna get too far with it. I'm, I'm, I'm already burned out. I think I went through eight topics today. I'm tired. This is the longest I ever, I guess ever since I started this, this is probably the longest. And now you mentioned this might be the longest ever I've been. You know, I did it. I have the longest episode ever. But nonetheless, I'm not wasting 100 plus dollars on something like this. Just let me know when the prices go down $20 NBA 2K19. I'll definitely cop that shit. Because I got 2K18. I waited until that price was like $2 just to get it. No cap. I, I just wasn't wasting no time. Wait, did I say no cap? What the hell? I'm bugging out. All right. I'm going to wrap this up. But for everybody who is listening, I hope you enjoy your Thursday. I know I know in New York it's supposed to be hot as hell today until it gets to the nighttime where it's supposed to be raining as hell. Everybody around the world, Eastern, Mountain, Pacific, Canada, Russia, China, Haiti, Dominican Republic, Finland, Denmark, South America, North America. <laughs> I don't know. I Wherever you're at right now. However you're able to listen to this, I hope you all enjoy your night and your day and your afternoon. And I will see you for episode 10 tomorrow as we as I'll wrap that up into the weekend edition of the Let Baron Podcast. You know, that's that's normally the long version with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday all into one. So yeah, I can enjoy that whole week of topics. Even though this was long as hell, which I probably regret, regretted. I should have saved this for Friday, but I just want to get as much out the way because of yesterday with Eric Garner. I wanted to just solely just leave that as one topic. So it gave me enough to talk about a lot right now today. And that's it. You enjoy your night. Feliz Navidad. Peace, love, and hair grease. And I'll see you again. Burn! Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. <laughs>